Hey, everybody. You've reached the Mayfair podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. We're going to be chatting about December 13th through the 19th, 2019. Oh, i got to mute my phone. Mute so your that phone. I don't get, I'm so popular. I'll be getting constant calls and texts throughout <laughs> You're this. You're so unprofessional. Yeah. It's just my wife being like, are you still doing that thing that you call podcasting? Where did you go? She, yeah. It just disappeared. Why did you leave on a blistery, you know, windy, snowy night? Oh, my God. It was... I biked yesterday, and it was fine. You know, streets clear, no ice, whatever. But the bike ride home was cold. Yeah. And especially when you're going down a hill, there's some mathematical equation that it's <laughs> double the wind chill or something. Yeah. So I was biking down that hill, and I was actually regretting all my life choices. Yeah. And so today, it was kind of sunny and nice and fine, and I almost biked. But luckily, I looked at the weather network that is usually always wrong. Yeah. So then cut to a couple hours later... And I swear, I left the box office and went back in, and outside was like just a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> snowstorm going. Horrific. So now we're in uh, Christmas time. Yeah, it was the perfect time between me walking home from other work and then having to walk here. And I, and I just, <laughs> my wife was like, look outside. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> why would you do this? Like, it's I still got to go out. Like, the looking wasn't going to make it any better. But it's, well, although I, I will say, like, once I stepped outside, it, it had stopped. So I don't know if it was just like a... 20 minute yeah flurry. it just passed through yeah so i don't know that's good i want to take a picture though of if it snows again it might snow again in a couple hours and i just want to get a picture of like snowstorm and marquee yeah and just be like yeah see this is why we don't like changing the marquee yeah when there's a snowstorm and ice pellets and it's minus 20 outside i can pose face down on the ground if you want like <laughs> yeah. as if and we can put the ladder there and like look, eric was gonna do it and look what you did to him people have been not only great this year but actually you know, when you put it on social media, like giving a thumbs up and being like, we understand. Yeah, yeah. Because last year, again, you remember the bad people, but there were some people who were just making way too big of a deal yeah. of the inconvenience of not having two or three movies listed on the side of the building when there are posters outside, yeah. a paper schedule, tiny takeaway flyer schedule. Two phone numbers. Two phone numbers, the <laughs> internet. Yeah. You know, so. I, we actually had people calling in to complain about it. I'm like, you could have just called in to <laughs> yeah. get the answer to the thing. Like, it's, I don't understand. Why is this better? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we should mock a photo last year. Should have mocked a photo of you laying on the yes. ground with like a bone sticking out of your leg. Yeah. Look what you've done. But like with a Santa hat on. It was festive. Yeah. You know, still like I, I died, but it's festive. It was Santa. No. Yeah, it's, it's a, we got to bring out our uh, favorite little avalanche. People got, don't know about that, I guess, the general public. But little avalanche is the haunted Chucky-esque snowman yeah he's full of christmas cheer like he's haunted with christmas cheer i guess we don't we're not clear on that we have he, no idea where he came from yeah he, like he just we, we do know that one co-worker had tried to throw him out and another co-worker <laughs> and myself back. but I, I didn't know i thought i was the only one championing little avalanche but there was actually a second co-worker who saved him possibly from the garbage we don't we don't yeah. know about that but it's more dramatic to say it like that so like I, it is i feel like it is like chucky you know where it's like oh i threw him out and now he's back here and like and no one moved him what and like i assume maybe he was left behind when somebody like he was a secret santa present yeah that somebody just left here and they thought or... it was funny and it yeah. is but we because like i just found him in the closet here like in the <laughs> coat closet just one time i was like what what is this and it's straight up just a mechanical dj snowman you know yeah. as you as you do you know <laughs> and he... he's got like the soul of those old monkeys that 
yeah. clap the symbols together. For sure. Except he sings Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, he's the monkey shines of the Ice Ice Baby set, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. But it's See, it's so bad. That's if you're doing a short film, that should be your short film hmm. instead of what you were using like a bobblehead. Yeah, well it'll please you to, well, I don't know why this would please <laughs> you. You'd be a real jerk to be pleased <laughs> yeah. by this, but you, it'll interest you to know that I was not able to finish my film on Boo. time. Well, like the thing is I could have done something, yeah. but I didn't want to just fire it out just to get a thing there because I, like i think you do kind of get your money back this is for the digi 60 thing you know for those yeah. of you around town and i think you do get your money back if you submit anything but then you got to deal with your cred or lack thereof disappearing in a room full of people with better films than you like you know actual short films as yeah. opposed to just a, like three minute special like the thing um the hook or whatever was growth Right. So I was joking to my wife that I would just like kind of put together what I have and then every like couple seconds just subliminally have me come on screen going growth and then just and that's like the thing. I was always curious about that when you get a grant from, you know, say you get a grant from a certain theme of a TV channel mm-hmm. or from something where it's supposed to be about Canadiana or something. And you just go to a zombie movie yeah, and just say, hey, like, yeah, this was the script I submitted to you. This is about a documentary about architecture in Ottawa. Yeah. And it was, you see the buildings in the background? Yeah, the buildings all <laughs> over the place. Real. Yeah. It, so it didn't work out this time. But I, I was re- like, I mean, I don't know. It's my fault in a way. But I started that new job literally like two days after applying for this festival and then just like living life on top of that. And plus, like the winter festival, that didn't do me any favors because it's like you got you pretty much got to be done filming before November or else you are doing a Christmas movie. Uh, Filming in the snow is the worst. Yeah. And it's it's just, you know, the equipment's getting, you know, cold and stuff. Everybody's cold. No one wants to be there. (laughs) Nobody wants to be in your movie anyway, properly. Yeah. (laughs) So... I just took the loss on that one, and I'm just like, I gave a $50 contribution to, to the, the festival. Yeah, so it's, I don't know. I really did think about just submitting anything just to like, but I was like, oh my god, I couldn't imagine. I, I don't think I'd be able to go to the actual festival unless I was hiding in the very back and I could run off once they were like, what the hell is this thing? How long did it have to be? Two minutes? Three minutes? Uh, it's below. It's seven minutes max. Oh so, wow! So I think technically it could have been like a minute. I don't know. Yeah, just like randomly throw together some weird eraser head David Lynch stuff. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. Like just, and then, but then people be like, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. it's so it's actually a commentary yeah. on uh, the act of, uh, you know, film itself and whatnot. And this whole, it's so Lynchian and such. When's the actual screening? 20th, I think, 20th, 21st, yeah. something like that. So, and like that's a whole other thing is like, it's kind of a bad time of year to go you know i mean just like oh, there's yeah. so much happening so mm-hmm. so not even beyond the fact that you know you and i both like just staying at home and not going out in the cold yes like yes. it doesn't take a lot to convince me to do that but it's just a bad time of year because i mean there's you know work parties there's family stuff you know so i i kind of was already like oh my god how am i even gonna pull this off like having to go to this thing like which i wanted to go to obviously but having not finished the film i'm like i still have a pass to it but but that's yeah. just depressing then you go and you're like, oh, man, these are actually really good. Like, why? I could have <laughs> been part of this. And, oh, my God, it would have been bad. So I, I would like to do the next one, the one in the spring, which actually I think is generally here. Uh, I think so, yeah. So, uh, 
I don't know. Then, then it's kind of, maybe I'll, have, I'll be a bit more cocky though, like showing here. I'm just like, yeah, I work here. You should yeah. go and give a speech as to why you failed. <laughs> I actually <laughs> just, like. I thought about that submitting a film of just straight up the camera on me and just being like, "Hello, Digi60. Here are the reasons why I wasn't able to complete my thing. I yeah. started this new job, and uh, you know, I'm doing my best." And I really thought, and then I was like, well, maybe that could, I thought of like a lot of little things like that. That'd be funny. And then what was the theme again? Uh, growth. Growth. So just at the end, just say growth or yeah, just wear yeah. a t-shirt that says growth. Growth. <laughs> yeah. Now they're, they're releasing all the like little, um, like one of the things was you submitted a photo or two from your production and like a right. little synopsis. And so now those are starting to come out and I'm seeing them and I'm like, oh man, those screenshots look pretty good. And uh-huh. like, these are way more pro. So I, I feel pretty good about the not submitting random crap thing. But yeah. then I'll always wonder, what if that had been the winner there? Because it's so unique. Next time do that idea. I like that idea. Yeah. Just if you fail, just stick a camera on yourself yeah. and for three minutes or four minutes give a little speech about why it yeah. didn't work out apologizing and stuff yeah i thought about like doing one where i interact with myself from the audience mm-hmm. where i'll be just be like there he is now i'm like eric what are you doing <laughs> up there and like just trying to time it but then if someone interrupted you or you were late for some reason <laughs> and then it's off by a second you're like just a minute just a minute this bit's not working if it works you'd blow their mind yeah and i guess actually if you put that on youtube after the fact it would make no sense <laughs> no at sense. all i'm like trust me it was funny at the time and digi 60s like it, it was not it was you'd not have funny. to like include a script and be like oh, read God. these lines people have scripts <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even oh man it was just it was sad it was just a whole other thing to do and and really i think i do think the winter part made it a lot harder because if you're not if you don't plan ahead or you don't have a crew like it's just yeah so, and especially like working here potentially on weekends and stuff i'm just like yeah there's no time like how do people live life and make art i don't know no it's tough it's anytime my friend who has kids and he's a comic writer he was saying oh you should do this and this and i was like i don't got any time (laughs) and it's like even when you don't have kids and stuff it's just when i'm not at the mayfair i'm writing stuff and you have three careers at least if you can't dig dug dig dug yeah (laughs) i've got i've got to beat mad max in Dig Dug. That's my goal. I'm slowly creeping towards this horrible high number that they randomly gave a fictional character in a TV show. They gave her, like, what was it? It was like 700,000 or something. And what's your record? I'm at 540,000. Okay, which seemed amazing. It's, it's really hard. I've gotten around that score a couple times. but And in Stranger Things, there's the kind of fun nerd controversy of she typed in Mad Max, okay. which you can't. You could only have three mm. letters. But I always, Wait a minute. whenever somebody makes a big deal about that, I always just say, oh, multiverse, they're in an alternate universe. Yes. That's, you know, they have a different dig dug machine than we have. Uh, I think she should have done two entries and had Mad and then yeah, Max. Yeah, first place, second place. Yeah, That'd exactly. be good. That's See, good writing. That's yeah. much more clever. See, if I had done that for my short film, <laughs> yeah. somehow turn that into a thing, the growth of the score, you know, like. Can we do a King of Kong-esque documentary mm. of me playing Dig Dug? <laughs> But the difference would be everybody's really supportive and nice and yeah. House of Targ are cool That's, and people cheer me on yeah. and there's no conflict. That is kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you get so uh, in the zone there, though. Like whenever I've seen you playing, it's like you're just right in. You know? Yeah. When I screw up, it's you really do have to concentrate. Like when you see people who are really good at these games. Yeah. And it's kind of the joke of like, you're not having any fun. Nobody's allowed to have any fun. No, no, no. You don't play it as a game. Like you play it as like, it is kind of a job in a way. The times I've gotten crazy high scores, it is when I kind of, it's quiet over there. I kind of walk away. Nobody sits down and says hello. (laughs) Every once in a while, someone will like slap you on the back and say, how's it going? And you're done. Like you're, it's almost, it's like, you know, the 
the athlete thing. Like if someone was throwing a free throw and then mm-hmm. right before they went like, you're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and it just does not level you out whatsoever. Yeah. It's a shame. It's good. Like at least Gwen was there when I went so I could just talk to her while I'm like, I Josh is in the zone. Yeah. We can't, yeah. He's dead to us for at least the next uh, Well, that hour. was the big conflict of having our wedding there is that I actually managed to not just sit playing Dig Dug for like four hours. That's true. I actually mingled and was social and saw people. <laughs> so and... much of your vows were about Dig Dug though. Yeah. I mean, it was just not very romantic. Oh man, when I found, where were we? Philadelphia. There's this kind of hipster-ish Gap store. I totally forget the name of it. Somebody told me there's one in Toronto now too, but they have a handful of pop culture stuff. The store just oh, looked like the Gap, but yeah, I gotcha. we're walking by and they had Dig Dug shirts because they had a, Ooh, like like a, a hot retro a 80s kind of thing. And I like put myself up against the window like a kid on Christmas oh, morn. I was like, did, oh, I got it. Did you get it? Oh, I got two of them. Okay, because yeah. I was going to say, like, if you if you felt like, oh, I don't know, this seems like a hipstery store, maybe I wouldn't. I knew I'd regret it for the rest of my <laughs> oh, life easily. if I didn't get that Dig Dug shirt. That's you. Like, it's like if I saw like yeah. an Adam West Raptors shirt or something. I don't know why they'd combine those things. Like the time Mr. T was at the mall. Yeah, that's <laughs> you. Go see Mr. T. This, oh, man, that is, you, you are Mr. Dig Dug. And I'm like, I, I think maybe Tetris is my game of that. Like, yeah. I've always liked Tetris. I don't, I don't really have a, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a good game, video game guy in modern senses. Right. You know? I don't understand things like Death Standing or whatever. That's a game. Stranding. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I like, hear of these things and I'm like, I, I can't, I don't have time to do these things. That's the biggest thing is if I went to a psychiatrist, the only thing I would have to talk about is me not having enough time to do things. Yeah. And ironically, I'd be at a psychiatrist. Spending time. another hour <laughs> where I could be doing other things. They're like, are you playing Dig Dug on your phone <laughs> yeah. while you're talking to me? Like, no, no. Can, it, can I multitask reading comic books yeah. while I'm talking to you? Oh, man. Did they ever make a... Is there a multiplayer Dig Dug? Is that a thing? Well, you can play one and two player, okay, but, but it's not, not like time. at the same time. Okay. There is... like, I'm a, I'm a fan, not an expert, but there are a couple of like weird sequels. Okay. And there might be like a Dig Dug 2 or a Dig Dug 3 that Man. does something different. Need to look into this. Yeah. It's like there's so many old videos. It's, it's the, the stages of video games was mm. the beginning pretty simple. Like, you know, Space Invaders, you're just it's playing like, for points. Yeah, Pong. Pong. <laughs> and then there was like a little bit more of a story element, a beginning, middle, and an end. Yeah. And then now they're just like crazy epic motion pictures with tens of millions of dollars budgets yeah. and i remember like even in the, even the early 90s when uh, like duke nukem or, or, or uh yeah like commander keen and stuff and i remember thinking how great the graphics were at that time oh yeah and just and they seemed like i mean some of the cutscenes seemed like movie quality you're like wow unbelievable and now it just seems so laughable i'm sure every kid has this thought when like a next generation system comes out yeah but i distinctly remember sitting with my friend after happily getting a sega genesis for my birthday and sonic the hedgehog with it and saying i don't think it'll get better than this like (laughs) like it was just the music and the animation and the color yeah and but it makes me think now when people are playing whatever on the playstation 4 yeah there's some 13 year old going it's never gonna get better than this and it's gonna yeah and, and that's you know i almost had the reverse feeling when i was a kid and i was just like not so much when, but like, will this ever be like a movie? Like, will you ever be able to trick someone and, and show them this this video game scene? Yeah. Like actual gameplay, not a cutscene. And they're like, oh, is, that, is this a clip from a movie or something? And I mean, obviously, we will get there someday. Yeah, we're darn close. I mean, just look at our favorite holiday film, Polar Express. <laughs> God. And compare that animation, which was whatever, 2004, to now. Yeah. 
And so same with video games. Like whatever, I don't know what system was out in 2004, if that was PlayStation 2, I don't know. I want to say PlayStation 2, but I have nothing to base that on. I'm was just going it, with it. Was it Neo Geo? Oh, God. Was it, uh, so many great systems. TurboGrafx-16. Oh, TurboGrafx. When I was in high school, they were doing a thing at Sailor Ross Shopping Center. Must have been around Christmas when like the system was coming out. And they just had this area set up with, I don't know, six or eight Turbo Graphic 16s. Oh, man. And a couple of older teenagers running the show or people in their <laughs> 20s or whatever. And you just got to go and test out these games. And I remember being like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And it just, no, it just, nothing. It was like, the turnaround nothing. on that one in particular was insane because I remember my friend getting it, I guess, for Christmas. And it was, I don't, I don't know, 200, 300 bucks, whatever right. that would have been. And he got a bunch of games. And literally, like within, I want to say within a year, it was like gone twenty dollars. I, <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing it at a Radio Shack with games for literally twenty dollars in the box, and I was just, like, "Please, please wow. take this." Please. And I wanted to, and I didn't. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna say I regret that. I don't know how yeah. I feel about that, but it just that blew my mind as a kid. Where it just, just even then, seeing the the depreciation of technology or whatever. I want to look now. I wonder if on eBay now a TurboGrafx 16 is like nine hundred dollars or something. Like sealed. I mean, probably worth at least something. Yeah, like, and maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe still, still. Get Bonk's Adventure brand new for yeah. uh, two bucks. Yeah, that's do I, for I, a comeback. I always liked uh, Genesis. That was that was, that was like my a game, personal yeah. favorite. And and I'm I'm very like I'm very simple when it comes to stuff like like you know the Wii. I can enjoy the Wii, but it's like give me a PS3. I'm like I I can't do this. I'm not too many buttons. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Pretty much that's kind of it. Where I'm just like if I can focus on two to four buttons, I, I'm okay. But even then, I'm just. And I never want to play my nephews or nieces in yeah. a modern thing because I'm like, I don't have too much pride to get destroyed by some kid. Well, Gwen has a Wii, which we never play because we're busy. Oh, man. But I've been collecting almost just like for nerd Star Wars movie reasons just because they're so cheap now. Mm-hmm. And I'll be at a flea market and there'll be a Clone Wars game or a Lego Star Wars game for the Wii for like five or six bucks. Even the library, I saw one. Oh, yeah. The library is crazy. They have all kinds of stuff. It's but- so weird. It's just finding the time. And, yeah. and it's like my friend writes for television, and I joked with him recently. I'm like, can you tell your uh, king or queen of TV to just, <laughs> you know, stop making TV for eh, five, yeah. ten years? The king of cartoons? Yeah. It's like, does he still work there? Like, too uh, much. He was not a real guy. <laughs> There's too much. There's so much we don't understand about TV yeah. and stuff, I guess. <laughs> it's, but it's a, it's a monarchy, right? <laughs> I don't know. I love the tangent of... You know, it's hard to have time these days. Here's a history of video games we've enjoyed. Yeah. (laughs) We've done it again. Oh, Dig Dug. They should make a Dig Dug movie, the caliber of Mario Brothers. Yeah. Well, what do you, are you you saying that in a bad way or a good way? The quality (laughs) of Mario Brothers, the movie? Because that was not great. I remember being genuinely, unironically excited for the Mario Brothers movie. As I think a lot of people were. Yeah. And even, I think, I should go back and look, but I think it's one of those ones where, like, the people who guess box office numbers or whatever, <laughs> they thought this was going to be yeah. as big as Back to the Future or whatever. And it just wasn't. Yeah. It just, just and I think and it was went. really expensive. I think it ruined a lot of careers. Oh, yeah. I, I think those filmmakers never worked again. Like No, and I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen the whole movie. I, I, at least I don't remember. I saw it in the theater. I'm sure, like, <laughs> opening day, probably. but Probably. <laughs> I was, that's how I was for uh, Ninja Turtles, you know, when they oh, made Ninja a movie Turtles of that, I just great. like, yeah, oh. and that at least, you know, like, that was as good as it could be, you know, I mean, yeah. by today's standards, I don't, it's, you know, whatever, but it's just. Oh, I love Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and now, uh, you know, there's a ton of those, and your Ninja Turtle creator dudes got back together, so. Yeah, I know. That's fun. 
I'm looking forward to that. A lot of fun, nerdy stuff going on these days, and it's uh, it's not even 2020 yet. Soon. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the movies we're screening. Getting closer. December 13th to the 19th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. You gotta say it right. It wasn't even a spooky voice. Like, come on. It's the holidays. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're too festive for a Friday the 13th. Yeah. When, when I put this out, I just put a jingle bells over the whole background. Oh, man. I just can't. You know, and I, I, I tried to push for a Friday the 13th movie, but it's like, it feels so weird in December. I don't think it, they just don't work in December. It's hard. <laughs> People are too busy. Yeah. You know? And they're like, oh, fun idea. I, I, I'm not going to then. <laughs> yeah. The next one. It'll be, it's, it's like when a comedian rolls through town. They can't yeah. be here every six months. You no. got to give it a little breather in yeah. between. You Seriously. Know? No, it's good. But I'm sure we have some spooky stuff coming up on the 13th. On Friday the 13th, if you want to come see an A-plus thriller on the verge of horror film uh-huh. that I won't say too much because I don't want to ruin anything, even though we've had it for five weeks, come see Parasite. Parasite. Because that is this new trend of scary movies winning Oscars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So on the heels of like get out kind of, I mean, yeah, get out bit, and, and scary. parasite now I think might be up for Oscars yeah. and even, you know, Guillermo del Toro's stuff. So mm-hmm. I think like this is the new scary movie. And so, yeah, come see that on Friday the 13th. Then we have the good liar, which is with Helen Mirren and mm-hmm. Ian McKellen. Oh, that's that one. And speaking of horror movies from the director of, Candyman, farewell to the flesh. Oh well, <laughs> but then, but then he did Gods and Monsters. It's Bill Condon, and then he wrote. Okay. He won Oscars. He won an Oscar for writing. I gotta look at my cheat sheet. Which one? He got nominated for Chicago and oh, I he did for that. What a weird career. <laughs> he's all over the place. That's why I like someone like him because you know he did the the Candyman sequel as just like a job, but he did Gods and Monsters, which was pretty great. Yeah, and writing stuff like Dream Girls in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then he did that Mr. Holmes movie with Ian McKellen. Oh, man. That I really liked oh, a lot. Yeah, that was actually really good. The old Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah, yeah. And now this, which is just like a cool senior citizen heist film kind of thing. Man. Yeah, so, and he did, which was good for his career, for box office numbers, he did like a Twilight film. Oh, right. And Beauty and the Beast live action. Jeez. So he's, yeah, he's all over the place. That's it. And I will say that the second Candyman is much better than the third Candyman. So at least yeah. he, he made the second best Candyman <laughs> the movie. Second best Candyman. Until the new one comes out next month. And that'll be the best one. Yeah. Then we have Waves, which is under the category of I don't know much about because I want to see it. Right. And I hear it's very good. And even as I was kind of peeking through good reviews to mm-hmm. cut and paste over onto Facebook and Twitter and stuff in them they're like then a big twist happens i don't want to tell you about i'm like shut up critics shut up so if you want to know more about waves look it up on yourself because i don't want to get it spoiled on me i know it's it's won a couple of awards that i couldn't tell you what festival but i was just here or it's nominated maybe it hasn't won yet. no it's won some awards at hamptons key west new york film critics so yeah won a bunch of stuff already much like a lot of stuff that lee books i hadn't heard of it until we booked it and then i started hearing a ton about it right after it's getting like really big awards buzz yeah then we have Atlantics, which is our, God, what is this? Our fifth Netflix movie in a oh, row? Man. It's amazing. What a weird world we're in where we can be hand in hand with the streaming service that was supposed to destroy yeah, us. That we thought we hated yeah. until it turned out we loved. And this movie, to defend Netflix, anybody who thinks they're not trying to support true cinema, mm-hmm. this movie won the grand prize of the jury at the Cannes Film Festival. Wow. And the first feature award at London Film Festival. So this is, you know, getting big awards. This allows fans of us to have a couple days chance to come and see it on the big screen. Mm -hmm. 
and then everybody else for the rest of their lives can watch it on TV. Yeah, and it's pretty cool that we got uh, Marriage Story before Golden Globes, and then yeah. people are like, oh my god, this movie, I need to see it. Where can I see it? Well, not at the multiplex. So. And I'm very curious if in, God, whatever, two, three months from now when the Oscars happens, mm. say if Marriage Story wins Best Picture, will Netflix be interested in putting it back on the big screen for fun? Or yeah. at that point, is their business model like, nope, we have it now? Yeah, because like, uh, when did, did, did we get Roma before the noms or was yeah. it after? I can't remember now. I think it was during. I, th yeah. I think I remember writing stuff of like nominated for this many okay. Oscars. So yeah, I think we got it while it was in that heat yeah did we have it after the oscars as well like, i don't I'm, think we I, had it for a, a long blur. run yeah because yeah. i think that's the trick is like mm -hmm. they'll let us have it for a bit and then it goes away but that was kind of the peak at the future yeah but now we even have a couple of ones and we don't know honestly but i think we might have two popes coming up okay so we're gonna <laughs> we won't tell you which popes but yeah. two of them <laughs> yeah it's not a movie just two popes <laughs> yeah, yeah. are dropping by just to let you know so yeah so besides for our netflix friends uh another film from them with the atlantics we also have not to be confused with waves. I love, Strange. I love that we got these two on the same. Week. I love when this happens. I love it. <laughs> so we have making waves. Let's see how many people get confused by it this. It is not a documentary about waves. No, it's a documentary about awesome nerdy sound effects yeah, stuff. This looks awesome. It's good. like if you're a movie nerd. I mean, this movie has George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, David Lynch, Ang Lee, Ryan Coogler, Sofia Coppola. Robert Redford, Man. and then cool behind-the-scenes guys like Ben Burt, who, mm. if you don't know who Ben Burt is, he's responsible for every cool noise in Star Wars and many other films. Yeah. So he invented the sound that comes out of those TIE yeah. fighters and R2-D2 and the Sarlacc pit, all that kind of stuff. So. I was trying to think of a cool... Or that big space worm. That yeah, was probably that was him. He yeah. probably did it. We'll just, we'll just attribute that to him. Yeah, but I love, I love sound in film. It's the coolest thing. And so, yeah, this is a true movie aficionado mm. documentary. So do come check that out. And it has clips from, you know, Star Wars and stuff. So Whoa. so movies that we can't Wait show. Wait a minute. Yeah, so if you want to see Star Wars on the big screen, this is <laughs> sort of you'll the get, only you'll way? Get, in the trailer, at least, there's that 30 seconds of <laughs> Han and Chewie going into, you know, zapping into outer space. <laughs> oh, man. So that might be on the big screen. So that's amazing. You can pretend that's watching Star Wars. Yeah. I, I, this is, I love that it's such a busy time of year that I completely forgot about this. Yeah. We were just talking about like a month ago and how, how good it looked. And now it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that thing. And I would love to meet the filmmakers involved one day to tell the hilarious story <laughs> that the trailer that first got sent to us yeah. about a sound documentary. Oh, I love where this is going. Didn't, didn't have sound on it. <laughs> <laughs> but was and, it supposed to not have sound? So you can imagine your head. It's like, well, without these guys, this is what it would be like that's exactly what marcus thought it first was where <laughs> the first 10 seconds of the trailer was going to be you know stuff happening with no sound and then a voiceover would go where would we be without these oh artists God. but no it was just the whole trailer without sound and i was like that's funny that's yeah. hilarious that is i imagine we didn't actually play it without sound i don't think so i think it played while he was watching it and he thought okay that's how this is supposed to be wait a minute that's amazing it's the best yeah and then we will wrap up this week with our 124th consecutive oh, month screening The Room. So close to 125. 125. Yeah. This is, this is like the also-ran month before one of yeah. the big <laughs> milestone months. It's crazy that people keep coming, mm -hmm. and there's some mathematical equation to it, like more Carlton students come to town or yeah. something, but the fella who does the introduction for us i don't even know how this happened he like volunteered to do it and we're like sure like or he just started doing it one day and was yeah, like who told him mic? to do this it's like well i didn't tell him to do this <laughs> actually know started... how to turn things on like, weird who is this guy 
So he gets up and kind of gives a couple of the rules and says hi to people yeah. and tells people not to throw spoons at the screen and, and he stuff has like that, that. Dirty dog that we gave him. <laughs> yeah, he took that. He yeah, we had this poor stuffed animal from the room that was on top of the popcorn machine and just got oh, just God. covered in goo after ten years. Yeah, it's bad. And so we're like, do you want this? It'll be, it'll be really hard to clean. Yeah. I think he said this one or the next one, and this is nuts, will be his 50th time seeing the room at the Mayfair. But not in a row. Not in a row. I'm not, I'm not judging. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. No, that's spaced out. So I said, oh, that's... No, it's 49. Because I said, oh, well, that's cool. If you do it in January, yeah. you'll be 50 mm. out of 125. I'm like, that's a pretty good batting average. You got to. That's about 40%, right? I don't I, know. I'd like, be like, man, I feel like he has to make that his 50th, the 125, because then he'll yeah. always remember. Like, yeah. it'll be much easier. My friend's coming to town this weekend. I, I got two pairs of friends coming to town this weekend with their little ones. Yeah. For, <laughs> oh, that reminds me, it's not on my poster. It's in the special events. Saturday morning cartoons oh, is man. this weekend as well. Close one. And so they're coming from Montreal to see it. And one of them is a giant fan of the room, but is also a parent. So she wanted to go see the room. Yeah. And I was talking to her wife and said, oh, my God, but it's so late and I'm a grown up now. And then she said, oh, yeah, we're it's it's past 930. We're not going to watch that. And I'm like, saved by nice. responsible parenthood. I mean, you could have called in a favor and got them in free, but that maybe that's not fun for them if you're not there. I don't know. Yeah. And so I think we're just going to enjoy Saturday morning cartoons yeah. and then on Sunday go to Targ Brunch and that'll be a yeah. lovely weekend. And what I love is the little kids who are coming. This is going to be their both of them, their first movie experience of anything of anything wow so probably watch stuff on tv and stuff you know but i love that because then they'll think that this is just what movies are yeah so you know they'll go to a multiplex in montreal and be like where's the cereal buffet where's the toys where's Where's josh yeah like (laughs) he's not just at every theater (laughs) where's the couches so i like that of kind of like setting the bar high so they'll think this is the pinnacle and then when they go to some little 12 24 theater multiplex yeah. they'll be like wow this isn't as cool yeah, and there's a new couch too so i mean yeah that's very exciting i guess saturday morning cartoons saturday december 14th it is a christmas special edition holiday yeah. season edition i don't know what we have but in the past you know it's it's not even necessarily holiday specials that you might know like right. the famous ones but it'll be kind of saturday morning stuff of either mm-hmm. a snow theme or a santa theme or a, yeah. something like that it's so, always good and, and again i say this often but i would just watch all the commercials that are in there the oh, commercial yeah. all the all these i'm a vegan and recently i went into mcdonald's just to get a couple of the pies because it's one of the few <laughs> things i could eat there yeah but i i'm hardly ever in there but i am brainwashed because you go to mcdonald's yeah. and like the look the smell the colors it still makes me be like Oh man, I remember getting toys here. Like, there's still that oh, thing. McDonald's Land cookies. Yeah, oh. and so you see these McDonald's Christmas commercials, and it just flashes you back to your grandparents' house. Yeah, you know, and so, so that's I would watch three hours of these kitschy retro Christmas commercials. Those mm-hmm. are awesome. So that'll be part of the gang. That'll be part of the program as well. I like that. We'll all be part of the gang. We're all part of the gang. <laughs> if you're listening to this punctually, I'll, I'll have this up a couple days before the Saturday morning cartoons. Wear your pajamas. Yeah. Wear your Santa hats. I bought, with the help of a friend, we now have 80 boxes of cereal. Man. And so we're ready to go. Jeez. Yeah. And this is our 23rd? 23rd? Something. 24th? I looked it up earlier today and then i immediately forgot but like 23rd 23rd there we go there we go so it's like so we're getting close to the 25th too yeah that'll be fun next year yeah yeah a lot of milestones oh that's gonna be good it's gonna be good times and hopefully we're not gonna be like snowed in so oh my god yeah no we don't want to be edward snowed in in here (laughs) that's that's some 
edgy humor there, I guess. Okay, so let's wrap this up because Parasite is playing right now. Yeah, yeah, but right. I've still got like it's a long movie, so I've got an hour and a half, and I'm gonna go get my half price pierogies from our friends at House of Target across the oh, street. Man. You only have the time of a regular movie. Left. Half price pierogies. It's not even. I'm not even a, a mad despot of a boss saying put me on the wednesday shifts i want my half yeah. price pierogies it just seems that i fall into place of working these shifts which is great because i get to go eat my yeah yeah those and oh. the podcast also oh yeah that very, too i guess th- that part's convenient for you so thanks for listening everybody we can be found at mayfairtheater.ca and on twitter instagram and facebook as mentioned go visit our friends at house of targ for an excellent dinner and a movie option if you're coming to see a show and dig dug and yeah, go play Dig Dug. It's go, a triple option. Go beat my high score. Unless Josh is there, in which case let him play Don't the talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make eye contact. You knew what this was. Okay, thanks everybody. We'll see you soon at the Mayfair. Bye. Bye. So are we going to play Candyman 2 in honor of your friend <laughs> Bill Condon? Yeah, we'll do a double bill. Yeah, Candyman 2 and Beauty and the Beast. From Hollywood Pictures, Amer- America's favorite game is now the movie event of the summer. It's super fun. Jump! It's super excitement. It's super action. Hello, morons. Hello. It's Super Mario Brothers. Plumbers. 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 You got a problem with that? Don't miss the adventure that jumps to the ultimate level of excitement. Super Mario Brothers. Rated PG parental guidance suggested. Now playing at a theater near you.